The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and are not representative of their employers, spouses, or associates. If you haven't gathered from the title, the language used on this show is akin to that of a high school boys locker room. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to another episode of Effed Up Farming. I'm your host, Tyler Martin. Sitting across from me in the crow's nest tonight is Royce O'Neill. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Tyler, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing real good. How about yourself? You know, I can't complain. That's had good. a busy day. Had you, a busy couple of days. You a little tired today? A little bit. How about yourself? I'm kind of dragging just a little bit this evening. Well, you know, we've, we've had a busy day. A busy day. Busy two days, really. So, for everybody that doesn't know, we've been weaning calves. So... You know, lots of lots of walking, lots of running around, sorting, doing all sorts of shit. According to my phone, I walked eleven point two miles yesterday. I believe it. See, I kind of, I don't, I don't know if it was wrong yesterday or today because today it only said I walked like seven miles. We did a lot of sitting today, though. There was some sitting. I feel like we did more sitting today than we did yesterday. I don't. I figured wetting those pins down, I'd have got. Well, yeah, because I mean, we walked the length of that fucking pin. Six times, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, neither here nor there. We're getting we're getting off topic, and it's in the evening time. And what do I like to do in the evening time? Have ourselves a drink, no doubt. You think we should uh, do sponsors first, or you want to go ahead and get the shake off this? <sighs> Fine. Talk about the sponsors. All right, we're brought to you this evening by Mo Enterprises, also Mo Cattle Company. Bringing you the best Sim Angus genetics at some point. We have the Angus nailed down. Now we just have to get the Simmental. We've got a Sim Angus calf coming. Well, that's true. Eighth Simmental. So. Seven eighths hey, Angus. Hey, hey. That's still Sim Angus. You're right. We've got one in the basket. Or in the oven? In the oven. I think it's in the oven. Yeah, in the oven. It's still baking. Should be out any time now. Any day now. Any, any day, day now. now. And speaking of cattle, we also have the Livestock Podcast on board. Brought to you by Curtis Reed up there in Hepburn, Saskatchewan. Go check him out. Yeah. He's got a new episode just dropped uh, yesterday. I had no chance to listen to it. Yeah, the last two busy. were solid. I hadn't listened to this. The, the Don Miller one was great. Yeah. thought and, that was... Um, uh, He's got lots of good ones, but the Don Miller one really was a good one. I think that was probably my favorite. I'm just going to say that. Um, and if y'all are at uh, Agribition up in Canada, go find him. I think he's still there. His probably Snapchat not by the time this it. comes out. but Probably not. If you were at Agribition, I hope you looked him up because he was giving up free caps. Hey. So, all right. Into it. Let's uh, get oh, started. Oh, but before we get to that... um. Curtis, we're, we're still waiting on that check. Or our hats. I mean, if you're giving them out. I mean, then, caps, jackets, booze. Yeah. Or either way. Either way. Get in touch. I mean, you could send us some Gibsons. We'd try that on here. Oh, no doubt. All right. Tonight on our booze review, we have Lincoln Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a 115 proof or 57.5% alcohol by volume. And it is bottled by Boundary Oak Distillery in Radcliffe, Hardin County, Kentucky. Non-chill filtered, may contain sediment. Bottled in the county of Lincoln's birth. Let's get into it. I will say, um, with that being 115 proof, I'm really glad we're doing this on a Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Instead of our customary Thursday. Especially right before we weed caps. Whew. We've got some ass Going to the Glen Cairns again. Yep. Straight into the Glen Cairn. 
It's got a nice caramel color to it. It does. It's dark. You can tell it. Uh, it's spent a little bit of time in a barrel. It's got that nice oily consistency to it. Um, got some legs. Very slow moving legs. She's a walker. Not a runner. A lot of booze on the nose. A lot of booze. A lot of sugar. It it, it is. It's uh, it's almost like a like a rummy booze-ness. Mm-hmm. It's got so much sugar. Maybe a maybe a bit of pear. It's a it's a fruit, but I'm thinking like apple or pear, not like a stone fruit. I would say more of a pear, maybe. Very sweet. I, I think it's like some vanilla and pear. I was getting vanilla, or I was getting vanilla, but I didn't. I still don't know if I'm getting. And you also get some of that oak. Whenever you whenever you do the old wrist test, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, you, you dip your finger in it just a little bit, and you put a little bit like on your wrist, let like it dry a out. I think that's generally how people put on perfume, not so much colognes. I don't know. I don't wear cologne. I, I could be flat wrong, but uh, and you let it evaporate, and it kills that booze smell to where you can. And, and I don't do it on a lot of everything, but a lot of these higher proof ones like this and the barrel that we tried. All I'm getting is sweet off my wrist, but I was uh, I was really? getting a. I think maybe a vanilla kick. I get a little bit of oak, vanilla. some vanilla, and some pear. Yeah. Let's get into it. That is very smooth. Especially for being 115 proof. Oh, boy. That goes down easy. It is very sweet. You can get the sweet right off the front. Very sweet. like a, Maybe not very. It is It is definitely sweet. It's a, it's a candy sweet. Almost, yeah. Um, Like a sugar. Straight up sugar. I'm gonna put that over ice. Have you ever had those uh, Mexican candies? The they're like kind of powdery, but they come in like a little disc. Can't remember what they're called. They don't have like had one, but I know what you're talking about. That's kind of what that tastes like because it's got a little bit of that Mexican vanilla, um, almost caramelish. Yeah, definitely, definitely vanilla notes in it. And I'm still getting the the oak and the pear. Mm-hmm. Not as much oak. It's not very oak forward. Yeah, it is. It's not overly oaky, but you still get a little bit of the oak on it. Um, it almost, uh, yeah, just a sugar, maybe a brown sugar sweet. See, I I, I can't tell if it's like the vanilla that I'm kicking off of it. Yeah, that's making me lean towards like a brown sugar, or if it's just kind of like sweet. Very good though. I'm very impressed. And that you bought that, right? Yeah. That's not a very expensive bottle, is it? It's been long enough I cannot for the life of me remember, Tyler. My cousin sells that and I don't I've bought some before. I don't think it's very expensive. Maybe I haven't bought the Lincoln before, I don't guess. Anyway, neither here nor there. It, it's a very good bourbon. Um I'm going to go with a I'm gonna go with a six. I'm gonna go with a seven. It's, I don't think it's quite as good as the Jefferson's Ocean. Which is exactly what I was basing that off of. It's very good. Um, it's just different. Um, so I don't know. We need to discuss that because I, I feel... I don't know. Because it's not like we're ranking them. No, we're, we're not. We're rating them. And you can have two bourbons of a very similar quality that you like one of them more. So maybe I'll go seven. I'm going to stick with the seven on mine. We'll, we'll go seven across the board on that. Yeah. Give her a straight up seven. Definitely worth a try. No doubt. Check it out. And that is Lincoln by what's the what's the distillery on that? 
uh, Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery. Cool. So check them out. Yeah. It's pretty good stuff. It is. Pretty good stuff. I want to say that was like a $30, $40 bottle. I I think $40 is probably about right, depending on where you bought it. Um, Obviously, liquor stores are all a little different in their price. I think you were with me when I bought it. I might have been. I was. Really? No, it's probably $40. Yeah. Moving on. We really like that. Um, We're going to go with a farming fuck up next, as customary. That is right. And I got a I got a doozy that's uh, not really uncommon, and so it's not going to be a very lengthy discussion, but we'll get this picture put up on the old book of faces. And it is a good picture. It's a fucking doozy, man. And that's that like an action movie shot. It's impressive. That is a John Deere stripper baler with just a fucking mountain of fire i mean it almost looks like an explosion in this picture it really does it is it is impressive and what happened on this i was told is that there was this guy with a hired hand that thought meh i don't have to blow it off every six hours come find out he was fucking wrong he should have blown it off any idea what caused the fire uh, no, I didn't ask a lot of questions. I, I felt that he was a little, little ouchy about it. Well, and at that point, it's uh, and this isn't a guy I know very. This isn't a guy I know very well at all. I just we're kind of like acquaintances. Okay, okay. But yeah, it's a but, custom stripper. Uh, the uh, the a very impressive feature picture, nonetheless. I mean, it's I would say half of the picture is orange. I'm going to go with third because you got the cotton in the foreground, then you got the sky above, but there, like, you can see the cab and, like, the, you can see past the burr extractor, the very top where the yeah. cotton throws back into the baler part. That's about it. Yep. And two, two rows. One outside, an outside row on each side. And the rest of the picture is just straight up fire. Straight up fire. It, it it's it's one of the motor, more impressive stripper fires I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, definitely. They got a good picture of it. So, all right, we got that one fucked up. So let's move on to top five, and this is one that uh, Tyler brought to us. It is post harvest rituals. Tyler, you want to lead off with a post harvest ritual? I mean, we just got done with harvest. You helped us some. I'll let you go first. You let me go first. All right. I'm gonna say usually. And this is, it doesn't get to happen every year. And I don't think it happened this year. Well, it didn't happen after a week. But we usually take a couple days off. Doesn't matter if we finish in the middle of the week, we finish on a weekend. But if you get the weekend, finish on the weekend, you still get a couple extra days off. But, I mean, we just, everybody disappears. If we've got cattle to take care of, we might meet up in the morning and take care of the cattle. If not, somebody volunteers, falls on that grenade, and we just, nothing happens. Well, you need to. Everybody yeah. needs a little downtime. You're probably sick and tired of each other. Yeah. A lot of times. Um, so, that's a good one. I'm going to go with get a haircut. A lot. I could see how that would be a popular one, especially if you're on the combine for more than a couple weeks. Well, I mean, you just think back to all the years that we were cutting wheat for like a fucking month. Month and a half. <laughs> when we had the one combine, and, the one ninety six. You know, my hair is just fucking raggedy as shit because you know never fails you forget to go get a haircut and then you're stuck working seven days a week for a month and a half yeah 
And so you get done and they're, you know, it's, it's long enough that it's like, well, I'll have a three on the sides, finger length on top. Are, are you sure? Yep. She starts cutting. It's like, are, are you sure this is how short you want it? Yes, I'm sure. Damn it. It's been a while. Yeah. That one has actually turned into a pre-harvest ritual for me. The week before I know we're going to get started, I try to go it's get a because you're older and wiser. But I can see how it would be a post-harvest for a lot of people, too. Sometimes you just don't have time to get in there and get your hair cut. Sometimes harvest sneaks up on you, and you're trying I mean, to get Unless you catch a good rain day, and you don't have any other chores to do. Um, and this is really more of a wheat harvest deal, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, like fall harvest, if you're cutting corn or something like that, and you catch a rain day, yeah, you might have something you need to work on a little bit. But, I mean, you can probably, like, during lunch or something, go grab and get a haircut. Yeah. Well, and I... Corn harvest for us, at least, doesn't last that long. Well, I was talking about people that had, you know, like 6,000 acres of corn. Yeah. So, okay, my second one is I usually treat myself, especially if it's been a good harvest, to a nice high-quality bottle of whiskey. Oh, that's always that's always fun. Either a scotch, like a really good scotch, or a really good bourbon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I... I like to come home after, especially that last day, and I'll have me a glass of, of my new whiskey. Oh, no doubt. So that's that's a great one. Yeah. So for my next one, because you kind of took one that I was pondering, I might well spend time with your family. That is another good the one. The people you live with, you ain't seen them in forever, except for maybe a minute in the morning, minute in the evening. If you get lucky like I used to and your wife brings you lunch every day, before we had the kid, you know, she was pretty religious about bringing me lunch. I haven't noticed her slipping on that just real hard. Uh, since the baby's nap time is at noon, I take my own lunch. Not every day. Pretty much. Dude, I've been there. I've seen her bring you lunch. She did maybe once during fall harvest. Well, I wasn't around much for fall harvest. Yeah. During weed harvest, she brought you lunch a couple times. Yeah, a couple times. I'd say, which I, it's not like I'm out there every day, but it seems like almost every day I was there, she brought you lunch. Yeah. May have. Anyway, but yeah, spending time with loved ones. Definitely and, you know, maybe you're to. not even doing anything. Maybe it's like on your two days you're fucking off. You're just hanging out at the house. Oh, watching yeah. a little TV, playing oh, yeah. with a kid. That's a, that's a good one. Because also, probably the the other half of your marriage would like to get some alone time because she has been doing nothing but caring for the kid for the past. Oh man, didn't doesn't it just hurt your feelings whenever you're like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm going to spend time with you." You're like, "Fuck you are. I'm going to Amarillo. I got <laughs> shit to do. You're going to stay here and spend time with your kid." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's always fun to spend time with the kid. Well, it's understandable. So, it's fun when they get to ride the machines with you too. Yeah. Even yeah. though the combines now say you're not supposed to. Isn't that some bullshit? <laughs> They it's, put like, a, it's like they don't want the next generation of consumers to buy combines. Yeah. I mean, they put a little kid seat in a combine. That's not a full-grown man seat. No. That is a little kid seat. That's a training seat. No. It's not a buddy seat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I digress. What you got? All right. I'm going to round off with, and we used to do this some, and it ties back into our uh, couple days off. Go on a trip. Oh, no doubt. You know, I know lots of people that, you know, when they get done, and it may not be immediately after harvest, but they're going to they're gonna take a trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
And that harkens me back to the day we, uh, or the trip we took where we left the day we finished weed harvest. Oh, we didn't even blow off the machines. Uh-uh, no. We left. We went down to PK, Possum Kingdom, for all the, those out of state. They have a huge 4th of July party down there on the lake. Yeah. And that was a weird deal because we weren't intending to go down there for that. We got done and we told your dad, all right, next weekend, we're going, we're going Possum Kingdom. We're going to go fuck off. He's like, oh, y'all can't go. I'm going to be gone. It's like, well, we're going the week after that. Oh, no, I'll be gone for that. Well, fuck. He's like, well, why don't y'all just go now? It's like, okay. Got yeah, the pickups. Sure. Yeah. And we got done cutting weed at like, I don't know, two, three o'clock. Yeah. We were on the road, boat hooked up. By five. Easily by five. Yeah, I think 4.30. Like, I think I, I pulled up to your house. Like, I hooked up to the boat, loaded what shit I needed, and I was at your house at five. Yeah. No, it was... Spur of the moment trip, but a very good trip at the same time. I had a blast. We had a real good time. And what's better on that trip is that we called our friend who lived an hour away from us. And uh, he's he's not even a farmer. He just happened to be at his house. We're like, hey, you want to go to the lake? Fuck yeah. Well, we, uh, shit, we didn't think this one through. All right, we're going to stop in Clarendon buy groceries. We'll meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> and he met us there. Went to the lake with us. So, so, good time was had by all. So, I think that was a, that was a good t- top five. Yeah, solid top five. You know, five. maybe it gives you some ideas. Maybe it doesn't. Probably doesn't. Probably do most of those things. Neither here nor there. I think a lot of people do a lot of those things. I think a lot of people do some of those things. Not a lot of people do all of those things. You're probably right. All right, Tyler, let's roll on into killing the day then. What are you bringing to us this week? I have a song for y'all. It's called 23 by Chase Beckham. Have you heard that song? I have not. There's not that I know of. Now I'm 23 and there ain't nobody who can drink it like me. Soon I'll be 24 and the Lord knows that I can't drink no more. I know I should have taken it slow. It's not the way that my life goes. Good song. I like that song a lot. I heard it just for the first time the other day, which I guess it's kind of a newer song. It came out like May of 21. But um, I hadn't checked out most any, any more of that guy's music. But, I mean, that song, I liked it. It was pretty catchy. Kind of depressing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all day. I was thinking, now I'm 23. Ain't nobody that can drink like me. All right. Tyler, thank you for that. Yep. <clears throat> Little ditty. And for mine, I'm going to go with Tanner Usray Siren Song. I think it's Usray. It's either Usray or Usray. Well, you should probably figure that shit out. Well, I probably should. Did you follow him on Instagram? I have not yet. Because, you know, that finally paid out for me with Ziders. It did. I liked how you <laughs> followed through. And now you gave us an update on what his name actually I is. I think I'd already done that before. Uh, maybe you did. And also, uh, in last week's episode, Connor Stefano said he listens to a lot of Warren Ziders. And he said it right. Well, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Love you like the devil and leave you in the night. 
Good jam, bud. I thought it was. It's another kind of sadder song, but still pretty solid. Hey, at one. least my sad song was upbeat. He seemed pretty happy about his problems. Well, there is that way to look at it. Um, but no, it's, it sounds like a good jam. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good job. So, yeah, you guys check those two uh, artists out. We don't get any kickback off that, unfortunately. It'd be nice if we did. It would be, but I mean, you know, everybody needs to look up new new people. Well, yeah, check I always out. enjoy hearing about new songs to listen to or new artists that I hadn't heard of yet. So, in uh, and that's a struggling industry. So, check them out. Buy a fucking song. And as always, on any of those last three segments we've done, if you guys have any ideas for us, want a song to be played, hell, if you're an artist and you want to, want us to play your song, hit us up on the old Facebook group. No doubt. Effed up farming. Unless your song sucks, and then we're probably going to pass on it. Okay, fair warning. If it, Let's say that you you make whiskey, and you send us a bottle. We're going to be honest. Or beer. Any any booze for that I don't, matter. I don't care who you are. Like I'm, We're not the only person who listens to this podcast. I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm here to tell the people what they need to know. But we will be appreciative, and we will put your name out there. So I mean, we'll we'll definitely plug you. We'll taste it before you put your name out there. <laughs> Nobody wants to send us a bottle of bourbon and be like, "Oh, this tastes like dog shit." Y'all hit up Chase Lockheed. Yeah. <laughs> hit up Dog's Ass <laughs> Distillery. Yeah, I mean, nobody's <laughs> nobody wants that. But again, neither here nor there. Well, they do say that. What is it? Bad news is better than no news uh, at all. Bad press is. Better than no press. Yeah, yeah. I believe is the, the phrase. So. I've, I've never really bought into that myself. But anyway, we've killed the day. We have killed the day. And so now, you want to get into our ag topic in the night? I do. I do. Um, and this is uh, one that came to me the other day because I listen, or I don't listen, I subscribe to... Uh, What's that called? The the food deal. Which food deal? The the food deal where they send you boxes of Home Chef? Home Chef. I didn't want to bash the wrong one. And I'm not oh. trying to bash them. I'm just stating a fact. And it's actually I'm gonna give them props because it's a fucking hell of a marketing deal. It is. But I I, I subscribe to that periodically. Like not all the time, but you know, like I'll I'll get a couple boxes for a couple months because you know I, I cook a lot. But every now and then I just get tired of the same shit. I kind of need a little bit of inspiration. Well, and it's easy because I'll admit we also subscribe to it, but we do at least three, if not four, meals a week. Yeah, see, I, I'll I'll every get week. I'll get two to four meals depending on what they have that week. Yeah, but I. I don't do it year round. Like I'll do it for like a month, maybe two months and then Mm -hmm. I'll quit. And then, you know, maybe I'll bring it back. It's just whenever my stuff starts feeling stale, you know, like whenever I feel like I'm in a rut and I'm cooking like the same seven, eight things once a week. Yeah. Um, See, I feel like we fall into a rut really easy. And so we just keep on hearing, man. It's super easy because I mean, you'll make tater tot casserole. You'll make uh, maybe Mexican casserole. Shepherd's Caitlin's pie, biscuit meatloaf. Casserole. Yeah. The biscuit casserole. That's pretty good. If y'all want to hit her up, good recipe. She's also on the Facebook group. I enjoyed it. Um, anyway, like I'm saying, it's easy to get in a rut. So I feel like that kind of, and it also occasionally sends you stuff that you can't get really readily here in small town 
Texas Panhandle. Yep. So that's fun, too. Yeah, nice to try new things. Yeah, no doubt. In Home Fresh. Chef. Chef. Fuck me. No. In Home Chef, they have an option to customize your meals. For example, I'm not big on chicken. Never have been. So you can substitute it for like beef or pork or something like that. A lot of times. Generally speaking. They have a customization option on a menu item that I was looking at for next week. Maybe the week after. I don't know. Somewhere down the road. You remember what meal it was? No. No fucking clue. Well, that's handy. But your options for substitutions, you know, because it brings up you can get chicken. Antibiotic-free chicken or organic antibiotic-free chicken. Because normal chicken... Already being antibiotic-free is not enough. It's got to be certified antibiotic-free. But they were charging you like an extra $3 a meal. Every time. For each serving. Yeah, for each step. Yeah, and and so it's not like, you know, three bucks for that meal that we... No, it's like three bucks for every... Like, if you get two or four servings, I mean, you're talking... Six bucks. Six to $12. Yeah. And I, I applaud them on that marketing. Because that is fucking great. And we all know my thoughts on organic, and that's a marketing scheme. And uh, you know what? Hey, kudos to you. I know a lot of people making a lot of money growing organic crops. I got no beef with them. No. No, the only problem I have are the ones that uh, run down the conventional producers. You know, the. Hey, man, that's part of marketing. I I still don't think that it has to be an all or none. Because I also get aggravated at the people that talk about how stupid organic is. I mean, do I think it's stupid? Yeah, kind of. But there's a market for it. I'm not going to run it. Down. I will not bad. Well, except for on here. I will not <laughs> bad mouth organic unless I am asked, you know, hey, what do you think about organic versus conventional? Because I have yeah. a lot of people ask me that question because they feel like I should know. And actually, they make it sound like I don't know what I'm talking about whenever they ask me. Because it's like, well, I mean, why don't you sell organic stuff? I'm like, well, I do sell organic stuff. Uh-oh. Oh, I didn't know you sold organic stuff. I sell oh. everything. If you need a product, I got it. I don't care what you're doing. You want to have really good marketing on your side? That's fine. We'll do that. It's going to cost you more money. It's going to lower your yields. Neither here nor there. But yeah, no, I just don't appreciate the, the us or them. Why can't it be both? You know, it takes both. There's a market for both. Yeah. We're all feeding the world. But I, the meat. The meat is what gets it's, me it's, more than anything. And it wouldn't have bothered me if it had been like chicken, organic chicken. Okay. It was chicken, antibiotic-free chicken, which for anybody on here that doesn't know, all meat is tested. If it's got organic or if it's got uh, antibiotics in it, they kick it out. Well, and I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't give any chickens antibiotics. All no. chicken is antibiotic-free. It's never had antibiotics. No. So, I mean, just the people that came up with that marketing scheme are, I think, terrible individuals, but also geniuses. They saw the they saw the way to go forward, and they're like, hey, we hadn't been doing, or nobody's doing this, but by God, we're going to claim this market. I hear you. And evil geniuses is what they are, and assholes. They're not evil. They're fucking rich. And assholes. Assholes for feeding into people's fears. Okay, I'll go that. Because that's what it is. The The current 
people are so far removed from the farm anymore that they don't know what's happening out here. And so it's easy to scare people. And that's and, why I mean, the organic and they, market and the do. non-antibiotic and all that is a thing. The thing that also bothers me about the antibiotic free is that they still give chickens medicine. Oh, yeah. Any animal that gets sick gets some kind of medicine. And so the people that are so anti-medicine in their feed, it's like, you just want that little fucker to die? Yeah. Well, and that's that's like us. The last several or last three or four years, we hit the way we've been marketing our animals is uh, what is the program called? NTHB? I have non, no idea. Or NHTB, non hormone treated ever, something like that. It's a special deal that you get. And you got to do agent source verified, which is a whole nother mess of paperwork, but usually you get a premium for them. And the way we do it is. Not, and I don't think we're going to qualify for the program this year because for the first time in forever, we've had cow, calves that have gotten sick on the cows. And so we went over there, we doctored about a dozen of them, and we forgot to take our tags with us Yeah, so that we could tag the guys that we doctored. And so what we do is... That's not the hormone program. Well, it's, non, it's non-hormone treated and it's, it's natural. I'll have to look it up here in a second. It's... Uh, you want to pause it and I'll look it up? Okay, so have you figured this out? I did figure it out. All right, so there's the NHTC, which is the no hormone treated cattle, and then also the certified natural. And so the way we do it is you want to get qualified for as many of those programs, and I've got it up on our screen, and you can see there's several of them. The more stickers you have next to your uh, video auction, probably the more money you're going to get. And so that's what we go for. Uh, is the the certified natural? I think we don't go for the plus, but that and the NHTC because they go together hand in hand. I'll be real honest. I would be very surprised of any producer in our market that could qualify for that program this year. Oh, the certified natural. Yeah, yeah. With Just the for- with the big ass cold front that we had mm-hmm. in February, where it was below zero for fucking a week and a half. See, we didn't doctor anything then. When did you doctor them? In the last month. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. That's when we've been doctoring, when we've had these heat swings. It's okay. been cold. We've had a couple cold fronts, and then it jumps back up into the 90s. We've had lots of... That's what I was saying. Well, we've had lots of, lots of calves sick. And so, like I said, we forgot to take our cat or tags. So what we usually do after we wean and we have a sick calf, we'll run it in the chute. We'll give it a big number tag. So you can pick it out easy. You know which one it is. And then we give them all... Uh, Button tags that are the EID, yeah, RFID or EID, however you want to say it, tags. And but the big, big number tag, we can pick them back out when we go to sell them. If the buyer wants them all certified natural, it's easy to sort them back out. If he doesn't care, you know, we can send them. And there's been out of three years, uh, there's only been one year we've had, had to sort them back out. The buyer just bought them for what they are, but we get enough of the premium, we can at least pay for the. Right. Button tags every year. So, but this year, like I said, I'm pretty sure we we're out of the program. I would I would assume so. Yeah, got to be honest on a deal like that. You don't want to be, even though it doesn't actually matter because all the antibiotics are already out of them. You have told somebody what you're doing and put your name to it. You got to be honest. Integrity counts, but exactly that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So. 
Another thing that I noticed like this same night that I noticed the antibiotic free and the organic antibiotic free chicken yeah. was there was this ad that popped up on like Instagram or Facebook or something like that, which it's creepy as fuck. So I, y'all may remember a week or so ago, I was talking about my wife talking about how my dog had scratched a sore spot on the top of her head. Yes, and sir. She was bleeding. Kind of got her past that. But I've been looking into it because she's been real itchy since she's gotten older and I don't know why. She just, you can see she scratches and she scratches her ears raw and shit like that. So I've been looking for something like a Benadryl for dogs or something like that. And uh, she's real itchy. I Google it, look up some stuff. Next thing I know, that's like all that my Facebook and my Instagram ads are. Because they're not listening. They're not paying attention. But fucking hell, here we are. So there was this deal for a, and I can't remember what it was, but it was an all natural dog supplement. All natural dog supplement. And I'm not opposed to giving my dog supplements. You know, my oh, dog no. that died, you know, I used to give him uh, glucose and stuff, or glucosamine and stuff for his hip. Yeah. We give uh, he was a little, our dog. He's a little crippled. Yeah, we give our dog, uh, or we used to, she's gotten a little better, but we used to give her Cosquin a lot. Yeah, that's what I was using. Okay. So that's the glucose stuff. Yeah, for their hips. Yeah. And bones. Um, because, you know, it got to where he couldn't jump on the bed because, yeah. I mean, he just, he'd sit there and whine until he picked his fat ass up. He was a hefty dog. He was a big dog. I'm not saying he was fat. He was just hefty. He ended up getting fat, but he was he was big. Like, Muscular. I don't really want to pick my 80-pound blue healer up every evening to go to sleep. Okay? It's not it's not what I'm looking for in my workout. <laughs> that, okay? that guy had some hybrid high, <laughs> vigor going on. Just a, just a stout little <laughs> bastard. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm not against giving dog supplements. But they were talking about how this was going to like give their breath a sweeter smell and it was going to make their hips work better and it was going to stop all their allergies and it was going to make them, I mean, it's just a wonder drug, man. Like if your dog got a problem, I mean, they were the vanilla ice of dog supplements. You got a problem, yo, they'll solve it. Damn. I'm a little sad you went with damn instead of check out the hook while my DJ revolves it, but. Oh, I thought about ice, Neither ice here. baby. Neither here nor there. <laughs> but what bothered me is that it said, you know, it, and it had these bullet points. It's like, give two per day. Give with water. You can give any combination of these as you want because they're all natural, so they can't possibly hurt your dog. And that aggravated the shit out of me. Well, I mean, how clean is it when he licks his own ass? I don't know. I mean, how worried about it are you? It's just like our dog. She goes out and she eats all the horse shit she wants to. It's a delicacy to her. You know, and, and the, the whole pet food deal has gotten fucking ridiculous. You know, it's like oh, one night I saw a blue buffalo commercial or one of those fancy dog foods. And it's like. Well, hey, go online and you can check your food against our food. And so I did. And my food, yeah, it had some corn in it and it had some other grains and stuff like that, which dogs kind of fucking need. Especially now. Yeah, domesticated dogs need some grain. We have changed their biology when we domesticated them. They are not wolves. No. They, they don't need to just go out there and stalk fucking caribou in the plains of the Texas panhandle. Yeah. They, they need a little grain in their diet. Well, and also their their bodies are doing different things. Exactly. But I looked at it and I looked at the ingredients on dog food A versus the Purina Pro Plan, I think. Yeah, that's what I feed. 
And I'm like, well, fuck, my, my dog food's stacking up like a motherfucker compared to the rest of these. So, I mean, it just validated my decision as to what. Because you could pick like four different brands. And so I did, you know, like one high-priced one that I like. I did the high-priced one that sent me to the website. And then I did another fancy, all-natural, like, got to keep it refrigerated food. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, we're good. I was like, I would be fine with sticking to the one that the vets tend to recommend. But it's like double the price. Maybe not yeah. double, but it's considerably more. So I'm sticking with Purium Pro Plan. Nothing wrong with that. I think that's what we're feeding. Might be. It's good yeah. food. Oh, it is. And it's got lots of, I mean, like and for, you know, my old Blue Healer, you got the weight management. For for my dog, you've got uh, now she's getting sensitive skin and stomach or something like that, which I'm not sure how the two are com- conjoined, but whatever. It, it's hard to say. I'm doing that. Uh, they got a lot of options on that, but no, it's it's just. I think it's ridiculous the amount of ads that I see that are the the chicken one for sure is yeah. anti ag, the all natural dog supplement misleading towards ag. Well, and so there was back on the the whole meal delivery kit and them being anti ag, there were there was a food delivery company that we had before Home Chef that we actually loved. Their meals were a little Their turquoise extra. jacket. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I would have gone jacket, but yeah, well, I mean, we'll go with that one. Um, the turquoise smock. Yeah, that's. I think that's a little bit better one. Uh, I mean, loved them. I mean, the food was phenomenal. It was good. I thought it was a little higher quality. What you would get was a little, or what you came out with. If you didn't... It's on the upper end of good. Phenomenal is misleading. Okay. But if you didn't know... and. I think part of that is because you know how to cook. You know how to season. If you do it to the recipe, you're going to come out with definitely good food every time you followed one of their recipes. Because you added a little salt every time. You added a little pepper every time you were cooking something. You know, they didn't under-season. But their marketing campaign, they had just gone so off the wall organic and everything. I couldn't support them. And we told I them. I thought that, you didn't bash organic. Well, but they were they had gotten to the point where they were bashing <laughs> my farming practices. Right. It's not that I bash organic, no, I but I'm not gonna I, don't, I know what you're saying. But I'm not gonna pay for somebody to bash me. Oh, you don't want to fund that ad campaign saying you're a piece of shit? Yeah. And I felt like they hadn't actually got there, but they were getting pretty damn close to it. And so yeah, we uh and in fact in the email where we ended our subscription we, we told them what we thought, which, I mean, didn't do a damn bit of good. But you know, we I, let them know. I also had that, and I canceled for a completely different reason, and that's because their packaging fucking sucked, and their shipping fucking sucked, and I kept getting shit like two to three days after I was supposed to, and everything was like thawed out and rancid. Really? See, we never had that problem. They were perfect. They showed up on time every time. Now, if they had gone to the other place that used cotton moats... For the uh, the packaging, probably not organic cotton moats. But Might have been okay. Might have been. So now that we have described all of the food companies. <laughs> there's a couple anti- more, but I don't <laughs> want to get into them anymore. In this anti-ag talk. Uh, no, the, the wage or the war against ag is, it's sad. And, and I think we've talked about this before in the times that we talked about how we need to advocate for ourselves a little bit better. I think we did. Um, I think, uh, you know, we did it once where we just talked about if you're talking to an idiot, you know, don't talk to them like they're an idiot. 
be respectful. Yes. And then we also covered join a group that's going to help spread a more positive image. Yeah. Because we're down to... We're back to this fact. Less than 2% of Americans are involved in agriculture, which is an important industry. One, because it keeps us fed and clothed and housed if you add the timber industry into it, which some people do. I don't exactly, but... I'm going to count timber. I like those guys. I don't know if they count in that 2%, though. Uh, you know, I don't know if they do or not. That's what I'm saying. They do in everything else. Ag, like It's always ag timber. Yeah. Huh. But I don't know if that's the the 2%. I know there's a lot of crossover. There can't like you be get, that many lumberjacks You get down south. Your south Texas, east Texas, in the Piney Woods, a lot of the people that are involved in agriculture are also selling timber. Yep. They may not be producing the timber, but they or may not be harvesting the timber. But they're producing. They're producing it. Yes. Oh, this is another one that I pulled up. Uh, the first green or the world's first and only clean medicine company. When you the world's first, no shit. Yeah, clean medicine. There has company. never been clean medicine before now. See, and I hadn't read anything about like, this. Like, I, just, I mean, what what were the medicine men of the Comanche doing <laughs> with their yellow paint and their herbs? That mushrooms. Is, you know I what, think they had right. lots of mushrooms. You know what, you're right. That was not very clean. I bet they didn't wash those mushrooms. Well, I mean, if there was stream nearby. And they probably made that paint out of, like, fucking flowers and river water. Maybe a little horse dung added in there. Well, it depends on the color they're going for. Yeah. You know, if they needed some green or something like that. Yeah. Then, but no, I mean, this is this is something I saw. It was a TV ad the other day that I saw. And me and my wife were both baffled by this. The, worst, the world's first and only clean medicine company because pharmaceutical companies aren't clean. Have you ever seen a picture of a pharmaceutical company where they weren't standing? They are hideous. They're hideous, Royce. They got all these women that they're topless so that they don't put the drugs in their bra. No, you're talking about cocaine, Tyler. Fuck. That's my bad. (laughs) My bad. I I do not think, what is that movie uh, with Johnny Depp? Blow. Blow. I don't think blow is where you want to go for pharmaceutical advice, but. I mean, to each of their own. Again, we were talking about drugs. I got confused. I feel like I feel like pharmaceutical companies go the opposite direction, way overclothed for the environment they're in. I'm not going to say that I am 100% behind the pharmaceutical industry these days. Oh, I'm definitely not. But at no point have I ever thought, well, I'm not taking that. I don't know, what, I don't know who the fuck handled that. Whose dirty feet have been over the floor that that was rubbed on? Before it was in my mouth. I have never once thought that. No, and I've definitely never like popped open a bottle of a leave and thought, I guess it's worth the risk. But no, that was that was just what we were talking about this. I think this is just how far this trend has swung. Yeah. You know, you need clean food, clean everything when it's already... And I'm not against people that want to do clean living because... The people that I know that say, I'm, I'm going to do clean living for, you know, a month, six months, a year, whatever. They're normally cutting out like sugar. Yeah. Um, processed meats to a certain extent, which I'm kind of on the fence about. Um, 
alcohol, stuff like that. Like yeah. they're, they're just trying to, that's just a trendy way of saying I'm going to be healthy for the next month, six Well, and I'm not going to say that processed foods are not a problem because they add sugar and preservatives. And I mean, too much of anything is not good for you. Everything in moderation. Yeah. And that's, that's, I don't want to come down on processed foods because I mean, fuck, I love me some spam. Well, yeah. You're not going to find a food more processed than spam. Especially processed alien meat. Nicer than what I've heard it called. So I'm going (laughs) to let it go. Um, no, I, I I don't know. No, it just, like I said, another sign of the times. It's uh, I understand where people are coming from and why they think it's the problem. I don't think that this is the problem. That no. cleanliness is the problem. I, I think the FDA and the USDA do a good job at what they're supposed to. Are there some bad actors out there? There hey, are. They do. A good job at what they were designed to do. Yes. The rest of it, I'm not going to make a comment on, but um, Larry, at least. I'm talking about the food regulation side of things. Oh, the food regulation? Oh, they do a spectacular. Yes. They probably go above and beyond what they yes. need to do. We have the safest food source, I think, in the world here in the USA. Oh, no doubt. Because of the FDA and the USDA. Yes, probably more the USDA. Probably more the USDA, but the FDA does help. Yeah, they do something. A little bit. I don't know how Allegedly. Supposedly. So, yeah, I mean, so we get back to, once again, marketing seems to find agriculture as an easy target. Whether they're marketing to dog food, people foods, or really... Anything else, if they can take a jab at commercial production agriculture, they will do so. Would you agree or disagree? I would agree. And I don't understand why they do that, but I think that we all have been, as I've said before, a little bit tight-knit as a group. Well, yeah, because we understand each other, I think. And And how many farmers do you know that... You know, like if a city walks up to him and asks him about agriculture and say, oh, agriculture, or organic. You want to retake that one, bud? I do. How many farmers do you know that if they encounter a city that asks them about organic, just says, fucking that's stupid. You're stupid for fucking buying into it. Don't fucking buy that shit. Goddamn, what are you, the dumbest motherfucker that ever walked the face of the earth? Don't buy organic food. My food's better. Exactly. Because I know a couple. And it's not that they're not great people. Well, they just, I don't think they interact with, as you called them, sidiots. Hey, man, I like that term. <laughs> You're not wrong. Full props. I got that off letter, Kenny. It's a fitting term. But I've left you speechless. And I like that. I had I had a thought there. And it just left me, and I think it's because of this 115-proof bourbon. It is what it is. People, do your part. Get out. Talk to people. Let's, let's. you know, maybe we don't go after the, you can take as many all-natural dog supplements as you want. Let's leave those people alone. Here, let's here, deal with the people 
that are going for, I'm not going to buy chicken. I'm going to buy the antibiotic-free chicken for $4 more. Here, Here is what my thought was. The people that are organic and all natural and all that, they are a lot better at telling their story. Like you walk into a Whole Foods. Have you ever been in a Whole Foods? No. I would not want to get that kind of shit on the soles of my boots. All right. Well, like you walk into, say, Market Street in Amarillo, especially the new one. I have. There's only one. Or no, the, the new United in Amarillo. The one on. Oh, yeah. I've been on that one. You know how they have all the, the pictures. United. They yeah, have those The, the pictures of the farmers. Too. Yeah. I hadn't noticed that in Pampa. Maybe not Pampa. I know they didn't do us in Borger. But I know the, the, the one I've seen in Amarillo, they've got the pictures of the farmers and stuff up and saying this is where your produce is grown. And that is what uh, Whole Foods, I think, started. I don't know if they started it, but they have definitely made it mainstream. Yeah. And that and, was and before Obezos bought it. We talked about that um, on our other podcast. But yeah, anyway, I mean, I think that's what organic has done uh, better than we have. Because we've just been staying complacent, doing what we have. And, and organic, I mean, the companies that are selling organic, they have been better about telling a story. And when you hear a story, like this is how our food was raised. This is what's happening with it. It just makes you feel better. Well, and maybe not to the Whole Foods extent. Well, you know, Whole Foods does actually sell conventional products. Now, they push the organic and all natural to an extreme, but they sell. What I meant was not to the Whole Foods extent, but United does a very good job of displaying you know products grown in texas yeah they don't just do it to the organic like whole um, foods does yeah. but you know they united have, is good they have a whole section you know this was grown in texas yes or you know um like lusk onion in dalhart grows a fuck ton of pumpkins i mean a fuck ton of pumpkins and they always make sure and tag those with a texas stamp and say you know grown you know because we're not Two hours from Dalhart, they're yeah. like, you know, it's going two hours away from here in Dalhart. Um, and I can I can appreciate that because I hate going to Walmart. Oh, I do too. I I just and I don't have any problem with the Walmart Corporation as a whole. Like, I mean, they've done very well for themselves. They do shit like they make money. That's what you're trying to do as business is make money. So I respect the grind on that deal, but I try to shop local. You know, it's like I can go to 20 different places and get my my beef or my Traeger pellets, but I try to shop local at Clinton Sons and White Deer. Yeah. Support my local economy. Um, So I, I, I do respect that a lot, yeah. that United does say, you know, hey, this is growing in Texas. Some it's not in Texas, but how many commercial squash farmers do you know within, oh, yeah. let's say, 100 miles? I mean, there's, there is a lot of produce you can buy in Texas, and that's not what I'm... But what I'm saying is just... What has pushed the organic so far in the all natural and all that stupid? Oh, god damn it! Now we are bad mouthing it again. Um, all that stuff is just they are better at telling their story than we are, and we need to do. And like you said, United is doing a good job of just telling conventional Texas producers, yeah, just a story, story about it. You know, like I was saying, uh. Whole Foods 
they kind of focus on the organic. They sell everything, but they focus on the organic. And I know a local farmer here in Texas that there's been a wheat mill that they have featured in an ad. Oh, really? Yeah. What was that? Who was that? Well, we're not going to mention names because I don't know if he's a friend of the podcast yet. So we'll find them. But a guy over by Umbarger. Okay. We'll go with that. Because there is a wheat mill over there, but they have, and I have, I have seen it on television. So, I mean, you're starting to get a little bit more of that. And I think that's, that would help. I, I think the point of this deal is that there's a lot of marketing that doesn't appear to be anti-ag, but it is. And it's like antibiotic free chicken. It's all antibiotic free. So don't worry about it. And I think that's kind of where we need to go ahead and wrap this up. Tighten the noose on this deal. Um, get out there and advocate for yourself and your fellow farmer. Or some people would say advocate. I will not because while that's a very cute term, I fucking hate it. <laughs> really? Tell me how you feel about it, bud. I fucking hate hate it did not know that was one of your buttons that is a trigger word for me <laughs> see i don't mind it <coughs> trigger does word. it bother me at all but you hate advocate trigger word with a passion apparently we're getting into like dante's seventh circle all right all right but we're gonna close this one uh you guys have any comments for us once again i'm starting to feel like a whore Looks up on Facebook. <laughs> leave a comment. And even if you don't like have a comment on what we said, which I'm sure you do. Um, I feel if, like this was a hot topic. If you have a way that you have advocated for agriculture. Advocated, some would say. If you have a way that you have advocated for agriculture and fought against the not necessarily organic, but like the anti antibiotic-free rhetoric. Or, or even the vegans or the PETA I'm people. I'm not going to fight with the vegan people because, I mean, there's certain people that are just vegan because, yeah, whatever. I'll fight. I'll, I'll, I'll let that go. The PETA people, fuck no. Yeah. You got a PETA bashing story? Hit me up. I'd like to hear it. As would I. Because I hate every day them some bitches lose something. Every time. So what else we got there, Royce? You uh, you pulled my thing off the. Oh, screen sorry. So I let me uh, let me roll it back into that. Uh, so we got our topic done. So hey, Royce, you got any random thoughts for us this evening? I don't have any. Do you have any, Tyler? Not so much. I mean, uh, we got uh, probably a little time to kill. Um, how's your cotton doing this year? Whoa. So yields are all over the board. Man, we've got fields that are going from just right around a bale average to looking at some that are at least bumping two bale, looking at a module count. And we've only got grades back on three places. And it goes... Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 I'm whoa, pretty whoa. sure you promised some people some grades. You want some grades. 
I'd like to hear some grades. You want to hear some grades? I'd like to hear some. You grades. want to hear some varieties with those grades, or you just want to hear grades? No, just grades. All right. I mean, I think all three of them we have back were your varieties. Well, that's fine. Whatever. No big deal. And then they're not my varieties. I just happen to sell those varieties. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. And by the way, guys, if you want to hit Tyler up, he is a full service salesperson. He will sell you the cotton. He will help you wean calves in the same day, help you number modules and check tarps. This as guy, well as help you with, well, not cotton harvest, but I mean, I'll help you harvest plant. What are, I'm, I'm full service, 100%. Hit me up. He is hands on. I got it. You want it? He'll do it. Uh, um, but, but basically, t- Tyler's a whore. <laughs> That's, I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but yes. All right, so we got a uh, 55, a 57, and a 53-cent grade. like the 55 and the 57. The 57 is amazing. The yield was... The the odd part was that was our yield, lowest yielding place so far. Interesting. Not by much, not by much, but it was the lowest yielding field we've had. Uh, that was on that corner, out by White Deer. Interesting. Yep. I'm not I'm not surprised at all if that, that was a low yielder. I mean I mean that corner looked rough. Oh. Yeah, that corner did, and we we knew it looked rough all year. And when the strippers hit it, even the guy that runs the cruise said, "Well, I'm sorry, it didn't yield any better than that." And Ned was like, "Hell, there's nothing you could have done about it." But then they moved on over that place by Lark. That was the place that did 55, made an average of a bale. I really thought that was going to do better than that. But 55, I didn't think it was. I figured that was probably a bale and a quarter, bale and a half. No, it was like a bale 10. Bale is, point is that one. what it actually did, or is that what you thought it was going to do? No, I think it did actually a bale point 10. I'd have to go back and look at the actual numbers. But oh, okay. it, you round, it rounds to a bale. It was a bale plus. It rounded down. It did okay. not round to a bale and a half. It well, was, that makes me feel better because I was afraid you were about to round up on that shit. No, no. It, it like, no, 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 no. It, it did better than a bale. It rounded down to a bale, but it graded 55 cents. Yeah. Which, for yes. us, is not a bad grade. No, not uh, at all. The third field that we've had stripped and uh, gin so far is... It came in at, I want to say, like 1.6, 1.7 bales and graded at 53, which is odd because that cotton looked better than that. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, that stuff of uh, the guy we talked to on yeah. the podcast. I mean, that looked like a solid field of cotton, but yeah, no, it. It's what it is, man. But since then, we have had several other fields stripped, and we're all over the field from bale to bale and three-quarter to two-bale cotton is what we're looking at right now uh, by module counts. Two-bale. Two We've got some that it's, it's hard to judge by the module, but if you figure 10, 10 bales to the module, which is usually pretty lenient, 
Somewhere with a lighter end, yes. Yep. That that makes two bail. On three fields we've stripped. That they stripped today. Today and yesterday. Yeah. So and hopefully we've got that one module fire put out. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Bet you don't. Yeah, that's kind of what I we're would afraid bet of. Money, you're gonna drive out there tomorrow, and that somebody's just gonna be toast. Which is also why you buy hail insurance. Because oddly enough, hail insurance covers a module fire now. I thought after his uh, module, I thought that went on to the gin insurance. Nope, that changed several years ago when I was working for the. It used to be that way. Once it was numbered, which that one's not numbered yet, <laughs> but. Like, even you would call in a number for it, Gen Insurance would would cover it for the full price of the average of your modules. But no, anymore, now your uh, your hail insurance covers a module fire. Damn. Which is strange. So anyway, cotton harvest is going um, fairly good. Grades are... All over the board. Kind of or, not the board. all over the board, but they're top of what are usually are yeah i mean you're hitting the the mid to the upper end yeah i mean a 57 for us yeah is that's fantastic. that's pretty solid and the 52 is still i mean that's not 53 uh, 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 get that penny back in there my bud. bad motherfucker um no i mean that's that's nothing to be upset about i like how you had a samuel l jackson yeah. on a cottondale there's a lot of people that won't get that joke. I don't but like anyway. how you constantly just fucking degrade our audience. Yeah, fair You're enough. You're always either saying there's not enough people in the audience, or you say, you know, they, they don't know who Samuel L. Jackson is, and he's famous for saying motherfucker. Well, you know what? Join our Facebook club or group. Sorry. Excuse me. Group. <laughs> is it a club or a group, Royce? I think it's both at this point. So, hey, we appreciate y'all listening to us. Um, hopefully you enjoy this episode. If you don't, let us know why. Join Facebook group. Like us. Leave us a comment on Apple, because I don't think you can on Spotify, but at least give us five stars. I think you can say something on Spotify. But anyway, you guys have a good week. Hey, everybody be safe. Know a lot of harvests going on. Hope you enjoyed what you just did here. And apparently, blow off your cotton strippers. No doubt. Good night, guys. See ya.